chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors were saying way too loud. That's only in the morning. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world-famous Loose Lugnuts podcast, the NASCAR podcast for the average fan. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside Thomas Dick. And Thomas, it seems like this season's gone by pretty fast, but we're at the uh, last regular season race of the year. Yeah, less than a a third of the the year left. It seems like just yesterday I was doing a podcast. By yourself, called Debris Caution. Yeah, you were fiddling with your nuts. Was I? Not much has changed except for the name of the program. Oh, man. So we got two races this weekend down in Daytona. We got Xfinity. Um, they got a couple more regular season races, but Cup has their final regular season race this weekend with one playoff spot remaining. We'll get into that. But first, news around NASCAR. And should we We should have got an ice cream cake for this episode because it is J-Ski his 25th uh birthday yeah you know bring in all the news that we need that's where we get most of our news story but they're able to compile everything it's one of our favorite websites i should set it as my home page uh so that way they get more page views yeah it's like the drudge report of nascar um yeah been around since 1996 and if you uh like that's old for for any web the internet yeah you know because I think Gore invented it in 87 and it really didn't take off after that. And then, uh, whammo J ski comes out with, I think it was called silly season site back then. And it had an explanation of what the silly season was. Yeah. So happy 25th birthday to J ski. Thank you for everything we do, keeping us informed so that we can keep the average fan informed uh some guys that got penalized by nascar for lug nuts not properly installed aka loose lug nuts lug nuts uh and cup bubble wallace cody Ware, ross chastain each of their crew chiefs uh fined for ten thousand dollars in xfinity uh aj That's not what the script said for what the script didn't say that. Oh, I know. Xfinity, <laughs> uh, AJ Allmendinger uh, had a loose lug nut, so he trades $5,000 for his second consecutive victory. And then in trucks, Derek Krause got fined $2,500, or as the script says, $2,000, 5000 Yeah, well, anyhow. So I write the script to try to set uh, Evan up for some phrasing issues, and I put each of their crew chiefs banged for $10,000. <laughs> he didn't say it. I mean, that's because I'm smart enough to not get myself in trouble. I can do that enough, make myself look like an idiot. <laughs> I'm trying to direct a comedy thing here, and you're uh... okay. Go on with the next one. Uh, yeah, this is not comedy. Um, Sad news. Bob Pockris reports NASCAR Cup Series managing director Jay Fabian was cuffed and stuffed for alleged willful neglect of his dogs. Uh, one dog died after deprived of all necessary sustenance in which to live and two others suffered from extreme dehydration and starvation and being deprived of necessary sustenance. So lock them up for life. Um, we're, we love dogs. Anytime there's a dog on the paint scheme, it's our favorite one. So go to hell, Jay. Yeah, I mean, it's alleged right now. So if it's true, it's really awful. If it's not true, which it's hard to believe it's not, I mean, they found evidence like a dead dog and two very seriously a sick dog so i don't know sad stuff so 
Uh, he has since uh, stepped away from his uh, position uh, while this is ongoing, but uh, sad stuff uh, from Jay Fabian. Uh, Joliet, Illinois mayor would like the Chicago Bears to play at a repurposed Chicagoland Speedway. Uh, the Chicago Bears are looking to leave uh, Soldier Field for Arlington <laughs> Heights. Um, and if uh, talks hit snag, the Joliet mayor uh, wants the Bears to consider playing in Joliet. Yeah, I believe I wrote the Bears shit on the city. Uh, they're looking to shit on the city of Chicago. Um, yeah, I don't know. First of all, this news of Soldier Field just came out of nowhere because I thought they had, I guess, one year seems like 50 years or vice versa. I thought they just refurbished Soldier Field and like it now looks half like a roman coliseum half like it looks like a ufo like slammed into a roman coliseum so half of it's really old and half of it's really new added like sweets or like a press box or something that looks very modern yeah so i like i thought that was all you needed but yeah. apparently people really really want to go see an eight and eight chicago bears team so they need sweets yeah um yeah so the the mayor uh whose name Bob O with an apostrophe de Kirk, which sounds like the guy you ever watch uh, Better Call Saul? I think you know the answer to that. No, I have not. Oh my God. Wow. I know all the shows you watch, you don't watch that. That's a pretty good show. That guy's name is Bob Odenkirk. So if you replace the, the, the apostrophe with an N, they're twins. They're named oh. twins. But, but anyhow, the- wow, he, he wants them to play in Joliet. So uh um the speedway can go from a racetrack that had races with no fans to a football field with a team with no quarterback hey yo <laughs> as a self-appointed uh, like i'm a semi bears fan like i'm uh deep down i'm a cleveland browns but i wanted to pick up an nfc team to root for i picked up the bears and they're just terrible it's just sad but uh, we're a NASCAR podcast, so back to racing. Uh, Eric Jones returning to Richard Petty Motorsports in 2022. Uh, Jones is in his fifth season of Cup Series competition. He joined Petty this year after eight years with Joe Gibbs racing in three series. He's a two-time playoff guy, but has never gotten past the first round. Yeah, and then like as we were putting this together, like I went into a deep dive, and I didn't realize how blah Petty Motorsports has been for like the longest time and uh they haven't finished in the teens since 2015 when eric amarola i believe finished 15th uh currently eric jones is in 24th which would match their best performance since 2015 not good just you know i don't know like how much work Richard puts in the like finding other investors to help him out and whatnot. I, I feel like he needs someone to help like re-energize Richard Petty Enterprises, or it needs to go to sleep yeah, and be replaced by a team that wants to go out and win. I just, yeah. It just seems they're running off his name at this, at this point. Why it's sad to see the petty blue car go around in 30th place. Yeah. So. 
Uh, Sports Business Journal's Adam Stern reported that NASCAR has had discussions with Worldwide Technology Raceway at Gateway to host a Cup Series event in 2022. Uh, the track has never hosted a Cup or Xfinity race, but that's where the Truck Series was um, last week. They have hosted the truck since 1998 and IndyCar off and on since 2001. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that you watched the truck race, but I did. And uh, I thought it was a good race, except for the lights go out. So hopefully if they get a cup race, they, uh, you know, buy a couple generators, you know. Um, it did the thing that anytime they're talking about adding a race, I'm always wondering where are you taking a race from? Yeah, because I tend to think they're going to stick with 36 races forever. Um, so you got to take one away. Um, and then in the same tweet, he mentioned uh, NASCAR continues to pursue a short track race at the L.A. Coliseum. Meh. L.A. I, ain't your market, NASCAR. Well, it, not only is it not your market, I think it'd be like, I don't know. It wouldn't, to me, it couldn't be a cup race. Yeah. Because a short track, the track, I watched the Olympics there. I know it's a quarter mile. And I don't think there's a way you can make it bigger than a quarter mile. So if you put 40 uh, cup cars out there, it's just one big, like a snake chasing its tail. Like the cars will go all the way around the track. I mean, it sort of does at Bristol, but it's not, you're taking a half uh, or you're taking a quarter mile away from Bristol. Yeah. So it's even, I don't. Like there's been two times they've put out an idea and I thought that was stupid. The other was a Chicago road course. I just think this is dumb. I agree. But again, it's now, not their now we talked about soldier field. Yeah. They ran a cup race there back in the day, back in the fifties, but there wasn't 40 cars going around, which once again, if you race at the Coliseum, it would have to be like a, I don't know. Even if you wanted to make it a points race, maybe you have two different heats and you cut off half the field and put the like run 20 in the 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 feature and then you run 20 in the consolation and you hand out points that way. I just am I am I just making sense here? Like I, 40 I, cars 40 cars on a quarter mile is just seems stupid. Unless they're just gonna run like a all-star-ish race, I guess. Yeah, so enough with that let's go on to the next one uh jesse awuji is going to run xfinity series full-time next season in a car owned by emmett smith the team will be called jesse awuji motorsports uh, so not 22 xi no not 22 xi awuji is a former u.s naval academy football player and lieutenant commander in the navy and has five career xfinity races under his belt as well as 14 races in the truck series uh he did get a late start uh in his racing career um, he was racing for performance P1 Motorsports in the Wheelan All-American Series in 2015. 2015 after returning from deployment in the Persian Gulf. Yeah, um, I, you know, I like it. if they're willing to put money in and be competitive. I'm all for competitive teams. If you're going to be in it just to say, hey, I'm in it. Um, I don't like that. But what it does do, Brad Doherty, Brad Doherty now becomes both the best basketball playing owner and the best football playing owner. Because I'm 100% certain that if Brad Doherty had Emmett Smith's offensive line, he would have rushed for 69,420 yards in his career. And on a side note, Emmett, 
counts Days of Thunder uh, as one of his favorite movies. Have you seen that movie? No. Huh. Possible co-host replacement. <laughs> you gonna get Evan on? Yeah, you know. Maybe it'll just be we'll have a, a trio of guests. It'll be Luke uh, Hillen, Emmett Smith, and uh, Thomas Dick. Oh, all right. It sounds like a three-headed monster that can take over the NASCAR podcasting world. Uh, Jack Wood will run full-time for GMS Racing in 2022. He'll be in the number 24 uh, truck. Car? Yeah, I put car. I got my yeah. pronouns uh, wrong. Uh, GMS pushed out the talented Rafael Lassard out of the truck after seven races this year, citing lack of sponsorship. Uh, the 21-year-old Wood is running seven races this season. Best finish is 10th in the most recent race. Yeah, um, he finished 10th at the, uh, we just talked about the track, Worldwide Web yeah. Gateway. Um, and that was a track where the big John Hunter Nemechek uh, accent knocked out a bunch of trucks. Um, just for those scoring at home, just so we know deep down what NASCAR, sadly, a lot of times is about. Same number of races this year. Uh, Rafael Lassard has run seven races in the 24 truck. Jack Wood has run seven in the 24 truck. Lassard has 150 points, two stage wins. There was a long time where him and Hunter Nemechek were the only person with playoff points in, in those seven races. So 150 and two. Jack Wood, 108 points. So 42 points less, no stage wins. Who gets the full-time ride? Damn. Jack Wood, bring your checkbook. Yeah. Bring your checkbook. You got to have sponsors. Sad as it is. All right. GMS I'll... will. Oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. GMS will also uh, probably have another seat to fill next year. As uh, Sheldon Creed has been uh, vocal about wanting to move up to ex uh, Xfinity full time next season. Maybe he can if he wins the uh, playoffs. Looked pretty good. I mean, I think he already can. It, I mean, there will be yeah. cars to fill. So Andy's got the best hair in NASCAR. Yeah, it depends on how, how big, uh, good of a ride you want to hold out for. All right, and then our last one, A.J. Almondinger. <laughs> A.J. Almondinger gets his own flavor at Andy's Frozen Custard. Vanilla frozen custard with hot fudge, peanut butter, Heath bar, and almonds. Sounds so good. Sounds so good. Earlier this year, Austin Dillon had a flavor there. Triple treat, creep, kind of something. But yeah, because he was sponsored at Texas Motor Speedway. Um, I looked it up and there are locations in Waco and there's multiple locations in Austin. So oh my gosh. might go sometime, pair it up with a uh, Hunt Bros pizza run. Ooh. I'll wait for him to get another win. Why, you say later on in the script that you're all colleague racing. I don't believe you are. Well, I am. Well, we'll get to that. So let's preview uh, the Xfinity race. It is the Wawa 250. It'll be 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Friday night on NBC Sports Network and the Motor Racing Network. It'll be 100 laps, 250 miles with stages of 30, 30, and 40. Have you ever been to Wawa? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. They're so good. That's amazing. I went I... When, uh, in Philadelphia when I was there for the Penn Relays. Okay. I would put them up with uh, sheets and quick trip on the food thingy. I, I think we need to one day when the HHRs wrapped in Hunt Bros Pizza, go out and do a side-by-side-by-side -side -side taste test of those three. Oh. They're all a shade below Bucky's. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, if you're driving by a Wawa, stop and get you a sandwich. 
All right, so no qualifying uh, for Friday's race, but the lineup, A.J. Allmendinger in row one with Noah Gregson. In row two, Brandon Jones and Justin Allgar. Row three, Harrison Burton and Riley Herbst. Row four, Brett Moffin and Jeremy Clements. Row five, uh, Justin Haley and then Jade Buford. I take that, Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Got a couple bushwhackers in the race. Uh, Christopher Bell and... Uh, favorite of the of the podcast uh, chase briscoe yeah and then they, there's four races left in the regular season won't get too much into the numbers i want to piss my dad off again a lot of numbers were messed with his brain <laughs> yeah one day uh, we'll have to do a no number podcast. <laughs> just shout out names <laughs> uh, so let's take a look at the playoff scenarios clinched and are in austin cindrick aj allmendinger justin allgaier jeff burton and myatt snyder clinched with points or can clinch with points daniel hemrick uh, would be in the playoffs if he scores 44 points. Um, Harrison Burton and Justin Haley would clinch with some other various points scenarios. Um, if you win, win and you're in for Hemrick, Harrison Burton, Justin Haley, uh, Gregson, Brandon Jones, Jeremy Clements, Brandon Brown, and Ryan Sieg. Yep. On the bubble, uh, Clements is 66 points clear of the cutoff in 11th. Riley Herbst is 41 points clear of the bubble in the last spot. Head of uh, Michael Annette, and the big question, and I looked really? everywhere, really I cannot race? find it, which means it's going to be released in about 20 minutes after we finish recording. Will it's not Will Arnett from uh, it's Will Michael Annette race, and uh, that's the big thing because if he misses another race, yes. but he'll he'll drop out you know 20 minutes before the race and it'll be like Chase Elliott or somebody again. Yeah, they'll knock on uh, uh, Martin Truex's door and he'll be like in a rager. Come on. Yeah, sure, I'll race. And he'll stumble <laughs> in. And... All right, so uh, Daytona's hosted Xfinity 60 times dating back to the inaugural race in 1992. Uh, Gregson and Haley won here in 2020. Cindric won the race uh, in February of this year. Haley also has a uh, Cup Series win in 2019, race shortened to 318 miles. Uh, Michael Annette is the other former winner. Um, he won in uh, February. Of 2019, sorry in about 2019. that. 2019. I left that out. And I also, I really sabotaged your script today. First race was 82, 1982. God, you're just pissing the people. Too many numbers. <laughs> Uh, Harrison Burton's had some success here, three top fives and three races. Uh, he stands out the most as far as consistency at the track, but a lot of guys are uh, wreckers or checkers. Yeah, I like I, I go through like one of the things I go to is racing reference. A lot of numbers. Some people won't like that website. A lot of numbers on it. <laughs> but anyhow, um, like it's amazing the number of people, like a lot of people have to races have a do not or do not finish and most people didn't finish on the lead lap so just trying to get trends here is just awful because yeah we're like well if he doesn't crash he'll do good but it's likely he'll crash so yeah so then uh austin cindrick looking to become the fourth xfinity become the fourth xfinity racer to win consecutive races at daytona joining daryl waltrip dale earnhardt and dale earnhardt jr we've had 12 different winners in the 12 races at daytona dating back to 2015 including the likes of chase elliott william byron and kyle larson so with all of that being said thomas who you got to win i'm going uh harrison burton um 
been, I wouldn't say struggling, just not performing up to, to standard lately. But here he's last three rock, uh, races, second, fifth, and third. So, all right. I'm going to go Justin Haley. I'm, I'm team colleague. Uh, they've been rolling. Except for Andy's frozen custard. <laughs> Uh, they got things rolling right now. Uh, Haley has one win at two top fives at Daytona. Uh, earlier this season, he finished fourth in stage two, but was involved in an accident uh, in the final stage. He also led at two different points in the race. So I'm going to go with Justin Haley. There you go. So pretty exciting uh, race on tap for Friday night. On Saturday night, we got the Coke Zero Sugar 400. Coverage begins Saturday at 7 p.m. on NBC and the Motor Racing Network. 160 laps. 400 miles stages are 50 50 and 60 yeah i'm trying to give up soda for like this 69,420th time and here's nascar trying to pull me back in with the name and a race after my favorite one of my two favorite beverages what's your other one whiskey not well not alcoholic beverages like oh, okay like the, the Mountain Dew, uh, Major Melon Zero, and then, of course, Co uh, Coke Zero yeah. sugar. So um, Saturday's uh, lineup, row one, Kyle Larson and William. Wait, they're not qualifying? No qualifying. God, you would think they'd want to qualify heading into the last race of the regular season. Come at us with common sense, Thomas. Okay, we'll go through the lineup since we don't get to watch qualifying. Kyle so, Larson and William Byron. Read it slow. Right we got to fill the hour that qualifying usually is. Read it really slow. Uh, Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch in row two. Chase Elliott and Ryan Blaney, row three. Martin Truex Jr. and Kurt Busch, row four. Matt Benedetto and Brad Keselowski, uh, row five. As we mentioned in the open, the last race of the regular season, clinched. Kyle Larson, William Byron, Kyle Busch, Joey Logano, Chase Elliott, Martin Truex Jr., Ryan Blaney, Brad Keselowski, Alex Bowman, Kurt Busch, Christopher Bell, Michael McDowell, Eric Amarola, Denny Hamlin, and Kevin Harvick. So that means there's one spot left, and it will either go to Tyler Reddick or Austin Dillon on points or a new race winner in the top 30. Huh. So, essentially, so not many scenarios. Not many yeah, scenarios. so it's essentially it's either a new winner or it's going to come down to Reddick, who is 25 points ahead of Dylan. Yeah, Dylan could have had himself locked in last week, but what the shit were they thinking? Um, according to the post-race interview, though, he's he's really motivated. That's good. I'm not I sure. If you know, wasn't. I would prefer he was really, really motivated, but he's really motivated. So that was an on-the-spot interview. Um, this last note that I had down four drivers have come from outside the postseason to make the cutoff. That was under the old scenario. That was under the, uh, they had some convoluted thingy, so we can scratch that note off. Uh, we'll just, yeah, we didn't need to say them. Daytona has hosted 148 cup races, the inaugural oh. race in 1959. 67 different winners, 29 multiple race winners. Richard Petty leads with 10 victories all time. Yeah. Um, it'd be sweet to see the number 43 do it again sometime in the near future. But, but uh, Denny Hamlin is the leading active driver with three wins. Kevin Harvick has two, but both of those came last decade in 2007 and 2010. Uh, 12 other active winners include McDowell, William Byron, Eric Jones, Austin Dillon, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Kurt Busch, Brad Keselowski, Joey Logano, Eric Amarola, Kyle Busch, and Ryan Newman. 
Yeah, there is Eric Johnson. Maybe the 43 gets back up in there. Yeah. And then uh, another fun fact, four of the last six races at Daytona featured first-time Cup Series winners, including the last three summer races. That includes Eric Jones, Justin Haley, William Byron, and then Michael McDowell. Yeah, I, someone called the Michael McDowell one as a long shot. Uh, you called him a schlep. Who could win? <laughs> but in the last 10 races, Denny Hamlin has been dominant here. Um, two wins, five top fives, um, six lead lap finishes. Michael McDowell, one win, three top fives, five top tens, nine lead lap finishes. And he has the top average finish of uh, 11.1. I mean, that's the impressive thing about him is the nine lead lap finishes. Because like I said, if you go and look, most people, the last 10 races that have been in the last 10 races, they're like lead lap finishes are like five, six. Because yeah. people, I don't know if you know this, they have the big one. Whoa. Sometimes they have two big ones. That's our that's our drinking game this weekend is anytime they're like, oh, we haven't seen the big one yet. And <laughs> like one guy gets loose. You just got to finish your bush light. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, get to your winner. Let's go with a long shot first. Long shot. I am going Ryan Newman. I have him oh. going out in a blaze of glory. Um, his average finish here the last 10 races is 16.2, which sounds awful, but it ranks sixth. And he has a victory here back in uh, 2008. And he looked good before he got uh, taken out last week. Yeah. So uh, for me, this was a toss up uh, between Bubba Wallace and Chris Busher. So I'm going to choose both of them as my long shots. Oh, wow. I didn't know we're allowed to do that. Yeah. I just make up the, when you're the real host of the podcast, you can make up until <laughs> Emmett shows up. Uh, <laughs> so, what is our reason behind this? Uh, I would love to see one of them come in and clinch a spot in the playoffs. Busher has three top fives and five top tens at Daytona. And then uh, Bubba has a pair of top five finishes here as well. And I, I kind of, I don't know. If I had to pick one, I would go with probably Bubba. Just there you I go. It'd be cool to see 23 11 at Michael Jordan in the playoffs. Anybody you not picking? I got one person I am not picking. This is the first time I've ever done this. I think when we started, we did most likely cause the first <laughs> yellow flag, and we decided uh, people would want to come on the podcast if we kept mentioning them. But I'm bringing back this. Daniel Suarez has run in eight races at Daytona. He has finished a race one time. Like on the lead lap or just finished in general? Well, he ended up on the lead lap, but yeah, finish in general. Wow. So seven That's... crashes slash blow up slash his car was not running when the checkered flag came out out of eight, which is 87.5. Damn. That's a good math. It's numbers. I should not have said that. God. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to choose my winner first. Cause I think it's more off the cuff than yours. Oh, uh, is it though? I, okay, so, so this is such a hard race to pick, but I really like Austin Dillon in this race. He finished third here in February, was third in stage one and fifth in stage five. He also led uh, seven laps. And in his career at Daytona, as a win, as we mentioned, three top fives and eight top tens in 16 races, only two DNFs, and he needs to win to get in. Plus, if we ever see him and Ryan Blaney at a bar, he can mention that he not only won the Daytona 500, but also the Coke Zero 400. Yeah. And Blaney could be like, hey, can you ever stop mentioning that? <laughs> That's from the crew. Anyone at Netflix, uh, bring it back for another season. It's not like Kevin James has anything better to do. Yeah. 
unless Paul Blart 3 is coming out. Um, I'm going Danny Hamlin in our very first episode, uh, which was taped while you were fiddling with your nuts, I believe. I was talking about Hamlin and how he had Daytona figured out and how he was a shoe in the win. Um, he's going to win. You think so? Yeah. All right. I mean, if you're calling it, you're calling it. You can go back and listen to the first episode to get all the nerd stats. I don't want to bog this thing down with nerd stats. So, all right. So Thomas's long shot, he's going with Ryan Newman and this winner is Denny Hamlin. My long shots are Bubba Wallace and Chris Buescher. And then I'm going to pick Austin Dillon to win. And he is in the playoffs. Now time for our favorite. No one should pick Daniel Suarez. (laughs) Time for our favorite segment every week is the paint schemes. We didn't really pick. Uh, like each person pick one, but uh, let's go through our favorite ones from Xfinity. Yeah, I mean, I I got confirmation David Starr is in the Whataburger. All That's right. always a favorite, so we yep. got that. Jeb Burton, this isn't a super awesome paint scheme, but I threw it on here. He's in the number 10 Cheddar's car. If he wins, guess what? Free food. Everyone gets ho- uh, homemade chips and queso, so uh, pull for the 10 if you They're don't have made, any but in a restaurant they might make them at ched's house and then like bring them in <laughs> um so if you don't have someone you're rooting for root for him uh and then uh, michael annette it's a it's weird it's a basic paint scheme but it looks pretty sharp uh red and white stripes a little bit of yellow but it's a thank a trucker um paint scheme uh if you got it a trucker bought it or brought if you got it delivered a trucker brought it or something that says on the hood um so i love truck drivers um not in the biblical sense but uh you know they're great people and then we got uh colin garrett sam hunt racing he's coming out in the number 26 Stillhouse whiskey i think this is the second time they've raced with a paint scheme pretty sharp looking paint scheme for those that don't know uh Stillhouse whiskey is now the official uh, bourbon of Daytona Motor Speedway and the Daytona 500, but not the Coke Zero 400. Yeah. And then another one, my favorite, Christopher Bell. He's in the Reesers uh, potato salad car. I'm sure a friend of the program, will uh, Luke Killen, will jump through his TV and try to eat it. He says uh, potato salad is delicious, and I just don't know if you can trust anyone who likes potato salad. We'll tell you, my mother makes potato salad but it is so unsaladly that i don't know if you can call it potato salad like all it has is potatoes bacon eggs uh mustard and i think she uses miracle whip so it's not really salad like how can you not like eggs and bacon and Eh, i just never had it and uh, i just don't trust luke so well yeah all right, our cup of uh, favorite paint schemes. I think my favorite one of the weekend is Ricky Stenhouse and the number 47 and the Funfetti Cupcakes. That's the one that I would jump through my TV for. There you go. That looks pretty sharp. I, I you know, another free food, Tyler Reddick and the Cheddars, and it's got little uh, silhouettes of croissants, all uh, like a bunch of them. Probably looks like there's maybe 420 little silhouettes of croissants. Uh, if he wins, guess what? Free tendies. Free chicken tendies. So uh, once again, if you don't have someone in the race, um, go ahead and uh, root for Tyler Reddick. And then 
you put this one down. I like like the scheme at first. I couldn't figure out what it was. Chase Briscoe, he's in a silver mobile one Ford. I honestly thought those were like roadmap routes. But you're telling me that was Pegasus? No, there's like, like, the a, no, there's like a Pegasus. No, there's like a Pegasus on the side of the car. The lines are just like this part of the design. But then there's like oh, see now when you told me the, the Pegasus, I thought the lines were like a constellation. No, no, no. no. So the lines are little things on yeah. a map. Yeah. Or is it just like I think it's uh, just a design. Anyhow, it looks pretty sharp. And then pretty awesome tandem cars from Columbia PFG. What's the PFG stand for? I feel bad. Professional fishing gear, maybe? Something performance fishing gear. Maybe. Anyhow, Bubba Wallace is in a tarpon. What's that? Is that how you say the fish? I never said it. I always said sword swordfish. Swordfish. Well, marlin. Swordfish. Well, they have well, there's one. The one is tarpon, and then the other one's marlin. Was the tarpon like a swordfish? I always get those two mixed up. Anyhow, the uh Bubba Wallace is in a tarpon and it's got little gills. Oh, I guess it doesn't, it, but it looks like uh, a, a tarpon performance tarpon has, fishing gear. A tarpon has no sword beak, so I was wrong. Um, is. is this a fishing thing? Anyhow, Eric Jones is in a marlin themed and it looks pretty badass. It's got like the marlin striping down the side, um, two sharp looking cars. And then the one I think it's the best. If I had to pick one this race, DJ McLeod, Boggy Creek Airboat Adventures. It looks like a freaking uh, alligator's coming at you. Whoa, that's pretty scary. Yeah. So I'll jump through the TV to get the fun fitting and I'll be jumping out because of the damn alligator yeah um and who doesn't want to go out on a boggy creek airboat adventure oh that doesn't really sound like my cup of tea i think they give you beer before you leave well i would need it calm my nerves so anyhow yeah those are the pain schemes to look for this yeah we picked more than four so i don't know how we're going to do this on like the twitter you got to do four photos Oh, we'll pick our four favorite. I mean, for the Xfinity, we'll take out Christopher Bell and then might have to thread the ones for Cup. We could just do a, one with Luke's mug next to the salad. <laughs> All right, well, that will do it for our Daytona preview episode. As Thomas mentioned, you can follow us on Twitter at Loose Lug Nuts Pod or on Instagram at Loose Lug Nuts Podcast. You can also um, subscribe to the podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, We appreciate you guys for listening. We'll be back on Tuesday to recap both races and get you ready for the cup playoffs. We appreciate you guys for listening. We will see you. I grew up in Texas where football was my game Until that racing fever started burning in my brain Started running many stops when I was 13 And won a short track championship when I was just 16 I met a man named Harry Hyde, he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hillens Drilling Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side.
giving me the breaks. I must admit she's small a bit, but it's me that runs the race. Now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance. I'll do the best I can for those who've given me. 